Welcome to KISS FAQ Song Stories. In this series, we'll focus on the histories of some of KISS's best and least known songs. In this episode, Firehouse, originally released on KISS's debut album in 1974. This song is notable in that it was the third of the Holy Trinity of KISS core catalog songs performed at the A&R session for Don Ellis at the East 23rd Loft in November 1972. At that time, the band were still nominally named Wicked Lester. That band's lineup at the time included Gene, Paul, and Peter. Wearing white mime face, reminiscent of the Hello People, it would be during that performance that Paul used a pail of confetti to douse the attendees at the end of the short set. It was the first sense of theatricality bonded to their music. Gene recalled that showcase in history. He said, we played Firehouse, and at the end of the song we started ringing this bell, and Ellis thinks it's a real fire, so Paul runs over to the corner and grabs a red pail with the word FIRE on it, and goes over and throws it at Don, who freaks as a bucket full of confetti goes all over the place. He gets up and starts to walk out, saying, Okay, thank you, I'll call you. As he's heading out the door, he trips and falls. Then Peter's purportedly drunken brother, who is sitting behind Don, throws up on his foot. We never heard from him again. Paul has commented that he wrote the song while he was still in high school, around 1968, and that it was one of the first songs where he felt he was making progress as a songwriter. His basic inspiration came from the move's freak beat single, Fire Brigade, itself derived from an Eddie Cochran riff. Paul had heard the song on Scott Muni's English Power Hour since it hadn't been released as a single in the United States. Content-wise, it was about the sort of thing even a shy adolescent could understand and aspire to relate to. A girl so hot, you needed to call out the fire department. It was upbeat and catchy, using fire engine sound effects, so Paul wrote his own version of the song. Similarities in the chorus would be, get the fire brigade versus get the firehouse. Paul recalled in Face the Music, I was a dyed-in-the-wool Anglophile, and The Move was one of my favorite groups. And what I was doing at that point in terms of songwriting was taking inspiration from songs I remembered from the radio. When I heard Fire Brigade, I loved the concept, so I sat down and began to hash out a song of my own using the same idea. I hadn't heard the song enough to actually copy it musically, but I'd grasped something that I really liked. Add to that his Humble Pie influences, and it's clear he was drawing creative waters from a very healthy well indeed. The song really took form in the interim period between Wicked Lester, with that band attempting it live, and that band's transition into Kiss. Firehouse was performed at the very first Kiss concert at the Coventry on January the 30th, 1973. It appeared as the penultimate song in the first set. Oddly, it was not included in the five songs recorded for the band's first demo, suggesting an abundance of originals to choose from even at that early stage of their career. 
The first audio evidence of Firehouse comes from the June Daisy set, which was recorded by Eddie Solon. The song appeared in second position in the first set on that archived recording. appears on the late summer 1973 Loft rehearsal tape and was certainly performed at the Latang Studio Showcase for Neil Bogart and other executives. During the performance of the song, Paul again used the fire pail confetti trick. This time, he found a more receptive target to the gimmick. Unlike his predecessor at the previous showcase in late 1972, Neil Bogart didn't get up and try and bolt from the studio. Firehouse was also among six songs to survive from the Bell Sound Studio demo sessions of late September 1973, and that embryonic version was released on the Kiss box set in 2001.
song was selected for recording on the W. Kiss album in November 1973, and was among three songs mixed on December the 3rd. Ace apparently nailed the guitar solo for the song in one take, hardly surprising with the pressure of recording the album in just six days, though likely it did take a little bit longer than that in the studio. Richie Wise has recounted that more time was spent mixing the album and recording it. A version 1 mix was included on a 12-inch acetate cut on December the 5th. Firehouse became the setup for Gene's fire-breathing trick. The PR legend built around the band held that it was first attempted at the band's professional debut show on New Year's Eve 1973-74 at the Academy of Music. Only the second part of that myth is true. With the release of the Coventry video filmed some 10 days earlier on Kissology, evidence was presented that Gene had at least tested the effect in the low ceiling club at least once. That time, the effect was completed successfully. He'd actually set his hair alight for the first time at the Academy of Music show. As Gene stated in the A&E biography in 2021, the audience loved it or thought it was part of the show. And perhaps there are a few in the audience guilty of schadenfreude. Gene suggests that it was Bill O'Coin's idea that one of the band members breathe fire. It seemed logical since they had the song with the title, so he asked who was going to try. As recounted in Nothing to Lose, band manager Bill O'Coin thought it would be a great onstage stunt for the band's singer rhythm guitarist Paul Stanley, but when he brought it up to the band and asked which one of you guys doesn't want to do it, every hand went up except for that of singer bassist Gene Simmons. The fire gimmick was really nothing new or groundbreaking. Arthur Brown had done it. It was also a fixture of the New York City glitter scene with the Magic Tramps having a side act, Satan the Eternal Fire Breather, who even performed at the Popcorn Pub and Hotel Diplomat in late 1972. So with Gene assigned to be a fire breather, he spent an afternoon learning the technique from Presto the Magician. Purportedly, co-manager Joyce Biowitz's freshly painted office walls were soon enthusiastically scorched while everyone else hid behind a couch. It wouldn't be long before the band were sending the nation up in smoke on the road. Firehouse was the perfect vehicle to display the band's pyrotechnic bombast to national television audiences as the centerpiece of their early stage effects. The song was included among four songs performed for Dick Clark's in-concert filming on February the 21st, 1974. That performance was broadcast in March. It was also the sole song performed on the Mike Douglas show on April the 29th, even though it was never issued as a single, either as an A or B side. Included on the Alive album, that live version is primarily sourced from The Wildwood Show. 
Firehouse was considered for the abandoned rock and roll party Japanese Live album in 1977, but was removed as part of the resequencing of side B of that proposed album. Included on the double platinum compilation in 1978, the tempo of the track was increased slightly, and there was an additional repetition of the Get the Firehouse lyric and call-out refrain tacked on to the end of the song to replace the original siren. The song then faded out over a core riff repetition. The importance of the song is further solidified by it being one of five songs prospective drummers were asked to learn if they made it to the in-person rehearsal stage of the auditions to replace Peter Chris and Kiss in May and June 1980. The song remained in the band's set list until the Animalized tour, when the amount of mid-1980 songs finally forced its replacement. It wasn't gone long. When the band started pulling classics back into the set, it returned in the summer of 1988, essentially remaining sacrosanct for the remainder of the band's unmasked era. Oddly, considering the song's stature within the catalogue, it is not featured to date during the band's End of the Road tour, but it was performed during the 2021 Kiss Cruise. Fire! 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 